This is William R. Patterson, international best-selling co-author of the business and personal finance book, The Baron's Son. Thank you for joining me for the three-part book, writing, publishing, and marketing teleseminar series, best-selling author secrets, how to create a six-figure income and boost your celebrity status, brought to you by BaronSeries.com and Inkali Mincy of CoachGreatWriters.com. Before we get started, our attorneys ask that I read the following disclaimer. Starting and operating publishing and other related businesses involves risk of loss. It may not be suitable for all individuals or investors. This teleseminar is based on information that we consider to be reliable. However, the Barron Series, Peter Page Publishing, Long & Silverman Publishing, Inc., William R. Patterson, and N. Collie Mincy do not warrant its completeness, accuracy, or adequacy for any particular use and shall in no event be liable for any loss or other commercial damage incurred as a result of specific investments or planning decisions made by the participant. All information should be tailored to an individual's particular circumstances. To give you a little bit of background on myself, again, my name is William R. Patterson. I am winner of the 2008 and 2009 Web Awards for Best Author. These wins are the result of 650,000 votes cast from over 130 countries. My best-selling book, The Baron's Son, has been translated around the world in languages including Russian, Korean, Portuguese, Polish, and so forth. I've been a featured guest on over 400 television and radio programs, been interviewed by the New York Times. I've had my book featured in Black Enterprise Magazine, a number of others. I've created over 150 products and services based on my book, The Baron's Son. I'm also a business and financial expert for XM and CBS Radio. So a lot of great opportunities can come out of this. You'll have a chance to travel the world to create that legacy that you've always wanted for yourself or for your children. Writing a book is really one of the most important things that you can do in your life because everyone has that great story that they want to convey. And we're going to talk about some ways in which you can more effectively communicate your marketing message to people. Tonight's teleseminar, Highly Effective Strategies for Book Marketing and Promotion. In this teleseminar, you will learn how to get others to promote your book to tens of thousands of people for free. You will learn how to get radio, television, and print coverage for your book. You will learn how to position your title to become a book club selection and bestseller. You will learn some of the tips that we've used to set up live and virtual book tours to increase your profits. You will learn how to significantly increase your traffic from qualified buyers to your website. And you're going to learn how you can generate income faster by pre-selling your book before it is released. We're going to talk about some strategies that can certainly make an author who applies them diligently tens of thousands of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. This is a very worthwhile workshop. You definitely want to make sure that you encourage your friends to listen to the replay if they did not have a chance to join the call. Throughout tonight's call, I'll be asking you to take some important actions. So please take a moment to make sure that you do have a pen and notepad handy. I would also suggest that if you have a friend or family member, a business associate, someone who's close to you, that you also recommend that they listen to the replay of all of the workshops, how to write a book that sells, whether that's nonfiction or fiction, how to publish and distribute your book for maximum profits. These are very powerful workshops that go into a level of detail, but also give you a firm introduction to many of the strategies that we teach as part of our coaching program. I'll be introducing my co-host, Ms. Nkali Mincy. She's a former English and writing instructor for Columbia College and a public relations manager for Long & Silverman Publishing, Inc., where she served as senior editor until 2006. As a writing coach, consultant, and speaker, her client list includes business, education, literary, and marketing writers from Harvard, Yale, Columbia, and Georgetown. She has developed nearly two dozen writing and editing workshops and coaching programs. This workshop will definitely change your mind if you think that you don't have the time or skill to write and market a best-selling book, as well as if you don't think that you can create multiple streams of income, particularly in a down economy. A lot of people say, well, hey, reading may be a luxury. Well, we're going to talk about some different ways in which you can tap into markets who are looking for your message, who are looking for your book. Without further ado, let me go ahead and introduce Ms. Nkali Mincy. Kali, welcome to the call. Thank you, William. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Why don't we go ahead and jump into some of the questions. We have quite a few tonight. We want to try to make sure we get to as many as possible. 
then just wrap up with some general rules that I would call the barren insight. And if Kali has a few tips that she'd like to share as part of her Coach Great Writers 7-step writing and publishing process, she'll certainly do that, and I think you'll find some value from the insights that she has to share. So, Kali, why don't we just go ahead and start tackling some of these questions. All right. The first question that we have tonight, how does a new author who self-published her book create a brand and a market for her book, particularly in the areas of Christian nonfiction and the self-help genre? One of the things that's really important to do is to begin building your brand even before you start writing your book. I wanted to start by giving a couple of basic tenets on marketing. Number one, you want to understand that marketing is not a one-time event. Marketing is not getting on a radio show and selling a bunch of books. Marketing is about creating multiple exposures for your book to a particular audience. You also need to start building or rebuilding some relationships very early, and you also need to understand that people may need to see your message seven to nine times before they recognize or buy your book. You also need to understand that you have to hit people from multiple mediums. So you may need to do both video, audio, and print in order to build that brand and get people to remember your product or service. When we look at building a brand around a Christian or a nonfiction title, you, of course, want to start with the website, and you, of course, want to start by building your own following. Some of the things that you can do to build a following will include things such as having a newsletter, having other content that your audience would want to access as they're looking for this particular type of work. So you want not just to have one product or service that you're selling, but to become more of an information portal that will attract people who are also interested in that topic. Think of your book, particularly if you're doing something like nonfiction, you want to think about your book as solving a problem. And even if you're doing a Christian nonfiction self-help genre, you want to think about it from the standpoint of me solving a problem. And you want to be very specific. What type of audience am I targeting? What are their needs? What are the things that they read before, during, and after the time they are looking at my book? These will give you insights as to where you should begin your marketing, who you should approach for joint ventures. These are very important things to think about. Number one, you want to go back and say, what are the things that people read and where do they spend time before, during, and after the time they would read this book? That will, again, tell you where to partner, where to market, and where to advertise. And then you also want to make sure that you have a consistent message, something that differentiates you from competitors, and that you're solving a problem for this person. You want to be very specific in calling out that audience. So if that's women, you want to call out that audience in your marketing, and you want to have some type of promise or guarantee when you do that. And that promise or that guarantee may be similar to what we do with the Baron Sun, the ethical roadmap to wealth, power, and success. That is our promise and our guarantee, and our differentiator is that of an ethical roadmap. These are some of the ways in which you can begin to brand around something such as a Christian nonfiction title. The next question that we have this evening is, how do you promote a book to become a national bestseller? And not just a national bestseller, but also a New York Times bestseller. William, if you don't mind, I can go ahead and tackle that one. Please do. Um, I think... One of the most important things to understand about placing yourself in a position to become a New York Times bestseller is understanding the benefits that come with being that bestseller. Uh, for example, once you become a New York Times bestseller, you're a bestseller for the rest of your life. You automatically get more prestige, more respect. No one is going to question your credibility anymore, and it just creates more opportunities for you to get on TV, on radio, and things like that. And once you understand what these benefits are, you have to decide that you want to be known as a credible author. You have to be dedicated to selling more books and be willing to make more money. Of course, who isn't? And understand also that it's 20 to 30 times harder to become a New York Times bestseller than it is, say, to become an Amazon bestseller. And then you have to be willing to commit to making sure that you have a high-quality product that can compete with thousands and thousands of other books that are being published every year. From a marketing standpoint, it would also impress upon people the importance of packaging your book in such a way that stores want to give your book prime placement. 
spend a little bit more money on having a hardcover that's case-bound. Make sure that your print reps, for example, give you the best quality paper. Demand that your cover designers design a cover that targets your specific audience, one that people will actually notice from 10 feet away, even when only the bind is showing. Constantly remember that whoever your agent may be, whoever your publisher may be, you're lucky if your publisher is going to put $1,000 into you as a new author. So you have to make sure that you're really pushing your own work and that you're not depending on someone else to market that book for you. I think someone had asked on the last call, how many books do you need to sell to become a New York Times bestseller? Generally speaking, you're talking about between 2,000 and 10,000 books in a week's time because it's not generally how many books you sell within a year. It's about how many books you sell in a given week because sales are recorded by week. So you really want to focus on marketing yourself, promoting yourself in a short amount of time very hard. So again, you're talking two to 10,000 books per week in a short amount of time in order to make New York Times bestseller list. It's also important to keep in mind the titles that you're competing with. So if you're looking to hit the New York Times bestseller list, you probably want to check books in print so that you're not coming out the same week as Harry Potter or you're not coming out the same week as another major blockbuster title. One of the other things to keep in mind is marketing is not a one-time event. So what you may want to do, as Kali mentioned, is to target the Amazon bestseller list or the Barnes & Noble bestseller list and use that as momentum to get additional distribution, particularly if you are a self-published author. And that will also become another notch of credibility that you can use to further book TV shows and to keep this momentum into New York Times bestseller status. Begin to think about it from the standpoint of this is a milestone that I need to achieve onto the next milestone, onto the next milestone, as opposed to just coming out trying to hit the New York Times bestseller list. But I can tell you, if you are trying to hit the New York Times bestseller list, you need to have a major PR budget and you also need to have major distribution. Obviously, you can't do it if you're not in stores. So you need to have the distribution, and you're probably going to need to have a major publicist that's booking you on national television and national radio, and you need to do a hard blitz that first one to three weeks that your book comes out. The next question that we have tonight, what are the best ways to build an author's platform prior to publishing a book? One of the things you obviously want to do, particularly if you are a nonfiction writer, but also if you are a fiction writer, to begin to put content out on the web. These may include articles that you can submit to article directories. There are submission tools where you can submit an article to hundreds or perhaps thousands of article directories in one fell swoop. You also have audio. You can look at starting a podcast or Internet radio show and pinging that show, P-I-N-G, where you let other websites know about this audio content that you have on the web. These can be great ways to attract people who, again, may not see the article, but they are listening to different radio shows. You can also look at doing video, and there are video submission tools that you can submit a video to 20, 30 sites in one fell swoop. These are all tools that we point you to as part of the coaching program. We give you a real integrated marketing strategy for doing so. You have social networking sites, everything from MySpace and Facebook to many of the Ning sites. These can be great ways to drive a lot of traffic back to your website, but you have to have the great promotional copy. You also have an e-zine or a newsletter can be another effective way to drive traffic back to your site. Your easing or newsletter shouldn't come out every week saying, buy my book. It should have some value-added content that would be of interest to your audience. These are a couple of ways in which you can begin to build that platform. Going back to building relationships, you want to resurrect a lot of those relationships because you never know who knows whom. A lot of people can connect you with media sources, can connect you with key endorsers, all of these are very important things that you're going to need to leverage some relationships. And you don't want a person saying, wow, I haven't heard from you in 20 years. Why are you calling me now that you have a book out? Begin to rebuild or forge new relationships. The next question that we have, with limited funds as a self-publisher, how can you effectively market a book? One of the things you want to do is to leverage the Internet. Internet and doing virtual events are going to be some of the fastest ways for you to build an audience. 
of course, doing teleseminars and interviews for other people's audiences can be a great way to drive a lot of that traffic back to your site. If you do teleseminars and you host those teleseminars on your site and you do teleseminars for other people's lists, you have an opportunity to capture some of those leads so that you can market to them over time. So teleseminars are going to be a great way to cost-effectively market your book using online video, social networking, audio podcast or radio show, article directories. These are cost-effective ways to market your book. Joint venture campaigns and doing a bestseller campaign is also something that's important. These are things that we will walk you through in a coaching program, how to create a bestseller campaign. With a bestseller campaign, you would pull together a number of different bonus gifts that would be relevant to your audience, and you can give them an incentive for buying the book from your website or to come back to your website, even if they bought it from Amazon, because let's say you're not doing your own fulfillment or you have a print-on-demand book, you can create a bestseller campaign on your site where they have to enter in a receipt number for buying that book, and it allows you to capture that lead even if they bought that book off of Amazon. But one key point that I want to make for people is to stop giving away your leads to Amazon, to Barnes & Noble, to all these other sources. You're sending people all over the web to buy your book, and you have no idea who's buying your book, and you're unable to follow up with those people. Or let's say you have a subsequent book coming out, or you have other products and services that you like to market, but you're not capturing that lead on your website, so you have no way to follow up to find out who's interested. Another thing, if you haven't put out your book, you want to include some type of call to action, make available other resources, products, services that you may have. You can put a note saying that in the last page or few pages of your book. You can include a small little advertisement for some of those other things or a call to action such as visit your website. So these are very subtle things that can have a huge impact. But again, don't throw away the leads that you have by sending everyone to Amazon. You can also create an affiliate program. So when you do an interview and sometimes they may put up a picture of your book, you can tell that person that's interviewing you to join your affiliate program and they can use a banner ad from your affiliate program on their website and they can get paid to promote you and your book. They're that much more likely to promote your book if they're going to get paid. You can do the same thing when you're pulling together a bestseller campaign where you have people mailing their list because you have all of these great bonus gifts that would be a benefit to their audience too. So they will mail people to buy your book because you've created this bestseller campaign. And again, these are things that we would walk you through in the Barron Coaching Program and the Book Marketing Program. All right. Sounds good. Next question that we have coming in, how can you turn that one book into multiple streams of income? I love this question because, of course, as I mentioned, I've turned the Barron Sun into over 150 other products and services. One of the big things that you want to understand about your book is that it is a virtual gold mine that many people fail to unearth as hidden wealth. There are a lot of different rights in your book. As Kali mentioned, you might want to do a hardcover book and that you have a better shot at making the New York Times bestseller list. One of the other big reasons that it makes sense to do a hardcover book is because you now have the ability to sell the paperback rights. So that's a whole other asset for you. If you start out paperback, you can't go and say, okay, now I'm going to do a hardcover. So you can come out and self-publish the hardcover and look at selling the paperback rights. You also have the mass market paperback rights, which would be when you go into the grocery store and you see the little small books there. You have serial rights where you can sell excerpts of the book to magazines and newspapers and so forth. You also can turn it into an audio book. And you can look at the audiobook publishers and submitting that book to those audio publishers. You also have the foreign rights market. There are a number of foreign rights fairs around the world. You have the London International Book Fair, the Frankfurt Book Fair, and you also have the book fair in Japan. Those are major markets. If you can't attend them yourself, there are display services available, and they'll display your book in those countries 
for the foreign rights buyers to buy. We do have a resource list of the better display services to use. This can pick up another couple of thousand dollars for you up front in terms of royalties, not to mention the back end. But there are some subtleties to your contract negotiation that you really want to work out so that you don't give up your rights and you don't encroach on your ability to sell that book to a major publisher. So this is not something that you really want to just jump in without some insight and some advice. We give you that kind of inside advice. We also show you the different literary agents that you can approach abroad that can help you get that book translated. This is the value of coaching. It can certainly unlock tens of thousands of dollars, if not more, for you. And, of course, you have audio CDs that you can spin off your book, and particularly if you're doing a nonfiction book and you have a system. I always encourage people not to just come out with some information, but to brand it as part of a system. And then if you think about your book from the standpoint of I'm solving a problem, you can spin it off into different niche topics. This is something that I always encourage people to talk to Kali about on the book writing side is because with some tweaks, editing, and writing coaching, you can repackage your book for a new market. So always think about what is the problem that I'm solving for a particular niche? What is the problem I'm solving for CEOs? What is the problem I'm solving for women? What is the problem I'm solving for a youth audience? What is the problem I'm solving for a global audience? If you start to think about these different niche audiences that you can tap into, you'll start to see tens and hundreds of products that you can create relatively quickly. We do talk about how to create these different products. There's actually an audio on the homepage of BarronSeries.com that talks about how to turn your product line into a fortune that I did for Global Entrepreneurship Week. I would encourage you to visit that. Again, it's BarronSeries.com, B-A-R-O-N. S-E-R-I-E-S.com. It's on the homepage of BarronSeries.com. It's called How to Turn Your Product Line into a Fortune. And you talked just a moment toward the end of that about niche markets. What is the best way to market to your niche audience? Surveys are always a great way to go because surveys will tell you where that audience spends time, what they read, and how they access their information, how they prefer to get their information, whether that's audio, whether that's video, whether that's uh, print. These are different insights that you can pull out through teleseminars, you can pull out through surveys, you can pull out through focus groups. Those will tell you, hey, these are the major publications that we read. Also, these are the major events that we attend. And if you figure that out, that can certainly give you some great insight as to who you should approach for joint ventures, for advertising, marketing, and other forms of promotion. If you are going to approach a specific niche market, you want to look at who are the major distributors for that market. So if you're looking to get into Christian bookstores, you want to figure out who are the major Christian distributors. If you're looking to target primarily an African-American market, you want to look at who are the African-American distributors that distribute to those African-American bookstores. You also want to look at how do they access their information. One of the big things that you need is a credible introduction to that audience. So you want to make sure that you have testimonials and endorsements from credible people in that genre. You also want to make sure that you have the proper distribution and that you're delivering your information in the proper format that that audience prefers. The next question that we have, and I'll jump a couple of questions if you don't mind, because you were talking about niche audiences and you mentioned very briefly African-American audiences. And I actually had a potential client call me today. He wrote a book. He's been shopping it around for about two years now, talking to different agents, trying to find publishers for the book, and he hasn't had much headway. It's an African-American theme, mainly African-American characters. The most recent agent that he talked to said that his book was a nice idea, but given the market and the way things are going now and the way contemporary African-American literature is viewed, there really isn't much of a market for it anymore, or bookstores aren't really taking it as seriously. Uh, do you have a comment about that? And to the specific question on the table tonight, there are so many avenues to take with marketing your book, as far as the Internet, magazines, tours, etc. As a writer, is it more in your best interest to lean toward marketing using the same media outlets or using different types of tactics, especially as it's related to African-American literature? Well, that's a great question that begs a more fundamental question is what are you actually selling? Are you really selling the book or are you selling speaking services or other back-end services and products behind the book? Because that will definitely give you greater insight into how you should approach these different markets. 
one of the ways in which we talk about doing volume or premium sales is looking at what type of audience needs this topic that you've written this book on. Are these schools, could this be used as a supplement for a course? Let's say you're doing a book for a business audience. Could these be used as part of a goodie bag at conventions? Could these be used as a handout at corporations? Could these be used as a premium sale for corporations, for their core clients, because it speaks to a message that can help them build their business? These are ways in which you can move your product in bulk. But when we're talking about something like African-American contemporary literature and should you use conventional channels, you have to look at what are you really selling. Are you just selling the book or are you selling some of the other back-end services? I think contemporary channels, you need to do that just because that is a part of how people access their information. They're used to seeing your book come through those channels. So if it doesn't come through those channels, it may not be perceived with the same credibility. So I think you at least need to be in those channels. But you can also look at some innovative ways to tap into companies for volume and premium sales. And you can also use your book as a premium for a speaking engagement. So let's say you're going to go out and you're going to do speaking on a particular topic, then you can offer to give everyone in the audience a free book and you build that into your speaking fee. But if you're looking at more the fiction side, then you do want to look at some of the book fairs. You want to look at a lot of the media shows and the radio shows that target that particular audience. Those are going to be ways in which you can convert that audience relatively quickly, or you can cultivate your own audience and then use that as the vehicle to promote your book. So those are some great ways in which you can promote a niche topic or promote to a niche audience. The next question that we have here, where have you personally received the most profitable Internet book marketing rewards? Through blogging, vlogging, I guess that would be video logging, or other Internet means? That's also another great question. Again, this goes back to the fact that marketing is not a single event. It's really about creating those multiple exposures. People need to see your book seven to nine times before they recognize it or before they are willing to make that purchase. A lot of people may say, wow, I saw you at the L.A. Times Festival of Books. I saw you at the Harlem Book Fair. I saw you on this particular TV show. I was reading something in Black Enterprise. I read something in the New York Times. They'll see this book in a lot of different formats, and then they eventually make that sale. So to some degree, it's hard to pinpoint. But absolutely, Internet marketing and teleseminars are a great way National radio is a great way, particularly if you have a credible host. This is a really important part, what's known in our system as the credible introduction. There are certain hosts, whether you're talking about an event planner, whether you're talking about a television host or a radio host, which has a great deal of credibility with that audience. And just by the fact that you're on that show, you're going to sell a lot of books. An example of that would be someone like Oprah. If you get on her show, it doesn't really matter what you're talking about, you're likely to sell a lot of books, particularly if she says that she likes or endorses that particular product. You really want to look at those types of audiences where the host has a great deal of credibility. When the host does not have a great deal of credibility with that particular audience, then you may have to work on building a relationship with that host so that you can come back and have multiple appearances on that show and you can begin to build your own personal relationship with it. But I'll tell you, as far as direct sales, when you do a big national show where the host has a great deal of credibility, you'll see book sales. When you do teleseminars, you'll see book sales. When you bundle your books as part of speaking, you'll, of course, have huge book sales because you can move them by the case as opposed to these single book purchases, which is what I would encourage people to do, is to look at ways in which you can bundle it. Of course, we show you how to package yourself as a system so that you can sell books by the case as opposed to these one-off purchases. That's a much harder way to sell, particularly if you're incurring hundreds of dollars in expenses or thousands of dollars in expenses to go to book fairs and things of that nature. The next question that we have says, there's so much competition out there. Is there a way to be more confident about my book messages and yet thrive? 
William, I'll go ahead and start on that. I would say that one of the ways to really be confident in your book message and your overall book as far as how it looks, the quality of it and all of that, is number one, have a coach. If you go to my website, coachgreatwriters.com, we have resources on there. We have information to really show you what the benefits are to having a coach. Working with that coach, you can learn what the fundamentals are of writing a book, be it fiction and nonfiction. As a writer, you assume that you're a reader as well. And we all read books all the time, and we know what books we like, what books we don't. But very often, we don't always realize why. What is it about that book that I liked or didn't like? And by working with a coach, you know that you have someone who's a professional to show you what your book must include. So when you shop that book out and you're trying to get that book on shelves, you know that you have a high-quality product. You know that you can be confident in the product that you put on that shelf. Also by having a coach, you can be able to anticipate common questions that readers will be asking about your work how to answer those questions throughout your book so that way your readers aren't left unsatisfied by the time they get through that book because you constantly want people to be able to refer your work to other people, refer it to friends, refer it to family. And, of course, that's one of the ways to feel confident about what it is that you do is when you have other people supporting you. I would say the next thing to do is organize a team. You want to have good quality editors, good quality critiquers, good quality typesetters, designers, proofreaders, printers, so you know that you're not putting trash on the shelf. You have a product that can sustain itself over years' time. It's not just the hot thing right now that people read and say, that was okay, and then they move on. You want this to be something that people will want to buy and buy again. Also, I would say be willing to do things a little bit differently, especially for new authors, it's a whole new thing for them. They don't really understand the different steps in publishing, the different steps in production, the different steps in marketing. One of the ways to feel confident about yourself and feel confident about your work is to know that you have a team behind you, a professional team that won't steer you in the wrong direction. So those would be the main things I would say to anyone who's wondering, how can I be confident about my message and my overall product, is to have that coach, coachgreatwriters.com recognize and create opportunities for yourself, too, and also being willing to do things differently. William, I don't know if there's anything that you want to add to that and how people can be confident about their message and their product overall. Sure. One of the things that I often like for people to do is to actually create a book proposal as though they were submitting their book to a publisher, even if they're going to self-publish, because a book proposal is going to force you to answer some fundamental questions about your book. Who is the core audience? Why will they buy the book? Why publish it now? Why should you author it? What argument does your book make? What's new about that argument? And, of course, fundamentally, what is the book about? And to be very specific, these are fundamental questions that will help you with your marketing and your branding. The next thing I want to talk about is branding and positioning as a way to differentiate your book. You want to look at building a brand, particularly if you're going to launch a series of books. You look at some of the very successful brands out there, things like the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. You look at things like the Rich Dad series. These are a branded line of books. When you are developing a brand, you have certain consistent elements, consistent elements such as your title, your color scheme, the messaging. These are elements that speak to your brand. You also are looking at your positioning. When it comes to positioning, positioning is how your book or your company or other products and services are viewed in the minds of your audience. When we give an example of positioning, I'll use the example of Coke and Pepsi. Coke positioned itself as the classic. Pepsi wanted to capture some of the market share from Coke, so what did it do? it decided to go in the opposite direction and divide the market to make people choose. They carved themselves out as the choice of the new generation. So they made people choose between being old school and out of date and being new, hip, and fresh. You look at a modern-day example of positioning with the recent presidential election where you had John McCain representing himself as the candidate of experience and you had Barack Obama representing himself as the candidate of change. 
So you had experience versus change. You can carve out a niche for yourself by going in the opposite direction. You can also speak to a specific niche market. If you have all of your competitors approaching a general market, what you can do is to carve out a very specific niche solution or a niche market. That's going to be a way to differentiate yourself from all the other people and all the other systems out there. You can, of course, begin to do a better and a clearer job of explaining the benefits of your book and your system or the message behind your book. You want to look at what are the rational benefits of a person reading this book. What are they going to get out of it? Then you look at what are the emotional benefits. There's a huge emotional message that comes with your book. These are things that you can bring out with your copy. These are things that will help you when it comes to developing your brand. When you look at the Barron series, there's an emotion that's conveyed in everything that we do, from the green and gold, which shows opulence, to the crest, where you have the two lions protecting the shield, saying that this is your trusted source for wealth and business education. These are things that you can bring out in developing your brand. But if you throw up a website, you use a bunch of stock photos, you're not building the brand. You don't have consistent colors from your website to your MySpace page to your banner ads, if you have any at all. There's no consistent message. You're losing out on thousands of dollars. Realize that a brand can give you that edge you need in the marketplace. One example of a brand is, of course, Tiffany's. Tiffany's may be selling the same jewelry as the other store in the corner, but because they have such a strong brand, they can charge ten times the markup. That is the power of developing your brand. It allows you to charge a premium for your speaking. It allows you to sell your books in volume. It allows you to sell so many other products and services. And that's what you want to think about. How can I launch a branded series not just come out with one book. Those are some keys as to how you can position your book for success. Colleen, why don't we hit two more questions, and we can open up the lines and start taking some questions. All right. One question that we have here is, is it a must to hire a public relations expert or a marketing expert? What is the best way to receive widespread media exposure without a publicist? My reaction to that, and based on personal experience, one of the big mistakes that we made in marketing the book was not going after television coverage soon enough and relying on some of our personal relationships as opposed to relying on a publicist who actually had television relationships to do so. Ultimately, yes, that is a big mistake not to hire a publicist and a professional, not even just from the standpoint of this person having the relationships, but that's not your core competency. You don't need to be trying to contact media reps, do the follow-up. You don't need to do all of that. You need to focus on creating content, writing, speaking, perhaps your other core business. You don't need to be doing media follow-ups. Not to mention these people have relationships so they can book you on shows a lot easier. They can make those credible introductions. A lot of times you'll be able to save that relationship. They'll give you the contact information for the person so that you can send them a book. You can do the follow-up. So you're really paying for the introduction, and you can begin to build your own media database. One of the things that we do offer as part of the coaching program, we do have some media placement services. That's something that you can take advantage of. And you're saying, wow, I'm having difficulty getting booked on shows. I've been a guest on over 400 television and radio shows. I have relationships with a lot of hosts. That's, of course, an asset that you can leverage as part of our book marketing coaching program. Those are some of the core reasons as to why you would want to have a publicist. Now, they vary in terms of their competency and their relationships, so you want to use the best ones out there, but they can certainly get you booked. And television is going to sell a heck of a lot more books and get you more speaking money than radio. So ideally, you want to go after the television market, but you need to have the website. You need to have those credibility pieces in place. You need to have that online media room because those are the things that a person from CNN is going to be looking for, a producer from CNN, when they want to book you, CNBC, Fox News, whoever it happens to be. When they want to put you on the air, they're going to go to that website and say, does this person really look like an expert? Are they talking about things that are credible and timely? These are the things that either make or destroy your credibility. Do they have endorsements and testimonials from key people in the field? If you don't have these things, they certainly diminish your credibility and you're less likely to get booked on those major shows. 
when it comes to what is the best way to market without a publicist, doing teleseminars for other people's lists, realize that it takes seven to nine times for a person to see your ad. So don't get suckered in by a person saying, place an ad in my magazine for hundreds or thousands of dollars. You place that ad and you sell one or two books, if any, and you lose all your money. If you cannot afford to run seven to nine ads in that magazine or on that radio show, then you shouldn't be doing it. At a minimum, you want to advertise a free gift offer during that slot because you're more likely to convert people for free than you are trying to convince them to buy your book. Once they come onto your mailing list, you can market to them over time. Again, seven to nine times, don't expect to do anything once and to get a bunch of sales. If you do, that's more the exception than the rule. The next question. How do I select a reviewer for my book? This is also another important topic. Realize that there are pre-publication reviewers and then there are post-publication reviewers. You really want to look at some of those major reviewers, Publishers Weekly. You have Curtis out there on the post-publication New York Times. You have USA Today, some of those other major publications for the industry. The pre-publication reviewers review for the trade. So if you're interested in getting your book in stores, you have a much better chance if your book has been reviewed by one of the major houses. I don't believe in paying for reviews because there are plenty of reviews that you can get done for free. Realize you need to have a good book because you will get torn apart in a review if you do not have a good book. Pay attention to what Kali talks about on the writing side because they will tear it apart if it looks bad, if it's filled with errors. It either will not be reviewed or they will give you a bad review. You can also look at getting top reviewers from Amazon to review your book so you can reach out and begin to contact some of them. This is going to be a way for you to add some great reviews to your Amazon page. You also want to embellish your listing on Amazon. Don't have a bare listing with no endorsements, no background information. You can, of course, also set up a blog on Amazon, which I would encourage people to do for their book. And that way you can at least drive people back to your site if they do go to Amazon to buy your book. But make sure that you do get those reviewers to post reviews on the website, particularly the credible reviewers, the people that have those top 100, top 500 reviewer status. Those are going to be more credible reviews for you. You want to look at who are the niche reviewers for your industry. If you have people that consistently review books for a particular audience, let's say for business people or for a Christian market, those are the types of reviewers that you want to get. And you can look at the publications, and this is what comes out in that, quote, book proposal that I talked about. You should know your market. You should know what are the publications. You should know what are the websites and if they review books. And then you want to get the contact information for that person and send out a press kit or a media kit. We show you how to do the press kit. We show you the proper format. We've had top business leaders, top politicians, professional athletes, you name it, endorse our book because of the strength of our marketing material. It pays to do it right because you will certainly spend hundreds or thousands of dollars sending out bad material that gets rejected. Kali, I'm going to go ahead and open up the lines, and we'll take a few questions. Then we can go ahead and wrap up and tell them about some additional resources that are available to them. Good. This is Shamika Williams. I'm calling from Tampa, Florida. With regard to being a self-published author, are there any specific negotiation tactics that you can use with trying to get your book into independent stores as well as national book chains? Well, I'll tell you, on the national book chains, you're going to have a very difficult time because they primarily only want to deal with distributors because they don't want to deal with the thousands and tens of thousands of authors, individual authors out there. So for the most part, they're going to force you to go through a distributor. I would suggest that you do try to get in with a distributor, and if you have multiple titles, that's even better. You may even want to consider teaming up with somebody to form a publishing company if you don't already have a publishing company to get your book in the stores through a distributor. But a company like NBN or Bookmasters may be able to get you in the stores if you have a great title and you have some other marketing materials that they can show the book rep. You're going to have a more difficult time if your book has already been out and has not had great sales. One of the things that you can do is to create a bestseller campaign to push it onto a bestseller list. You'll have a much better chance of getting distribution and getting in stores if you break that top 100 list on Amazon. So I would encourage you to look at the book marketing coaching around how to create the bestseller campaign to achieve that. On the independent side, I would contact them 
on a one-on-one basis, particularly if you're talking African-American bookstores. A lot of times they will stock the book. It may take you a couple of phone calls and just being persistent. The other thing that you can do is to ask to do a signing. Most of them are required to hold signings. So they may allow you to come in and do a signing, and then they will stock the book after the signing, particularly if it does well. So that is one tactic that you can use and promote as hard as you can in order to get that book stocked in that one particular store. Okay, thank you. This is Richard out of Nashville. Has anyone ever marketed a comic book as a nonfiction work, and if so, whom? I'm not familiar with a nonfiction work. Of course, it would be a slightly different genre, and you'd have to look at how you'd want to stock that title. But depending on how you market it, you, of course, have a lot of other options, such as a animated series or syndicated comic strip for it. So if you do it right, you certainly can spin it off into a lot of different assets. But I'm not familiar with anyone who's done nonfiction as an illustrated series. Thank you, sir. Dr. James Templeflower, how can you determine the competence of a publicist and would they be a good fit for you prior to signing that contract? Of course, you want to look at who their clients are and the types of placements that they've made. If you go on their website and they say, hey, my clients include these people, and you actually recognize those names, you recognize the publications that they've put people in, you might be lucky enough to actually get a referral. I would hope that a publicist would at least be able to publicize themselves. So that's another great way to look at it is to research the publicist. Is the publicist all over the media? If the publicist isn't really out there, then that should be a red flag immediately because they can't even publicize themselves. You want to look for people, one, who can publicize themselves, and then two, the caliber of their clientele and the caliber of the placements that they've made. One thing that I would say, a tip that I learned from Mark Victor Hansen and Jack Hanfield, co-creators of the Chicken Soup series, having sold hundreds of millions of books all around the world, they said one of the keys to their success was doing a radio or television interview every day. And that's something that I took to heart. I've done shows with millions of listeners, and I've done shows with only a few listeners. And even if you do those shows with only a few listeners, you do have the opportunity to sell product or to pick up speaking engagements, coaching clients, or even your own radio show. I would always do every radio interview that I could. What about binge fees? Some do a monthly retainer. Some will charge you a per-placement fee, so they don't charge you unless they actually book you on a show. Others may charge up to $100 per show, so you might have a 20-show contract that will cost you $2,000. Others will book you on a single television show for $2,000 or a primetime show for $3,000. Again, depending on if you have the credibility to actually get booked on those shows. So you do have to do those credibility pieces that we've talked about. Others may charge you a retainer that can be up to $20,000, so it definitely does vary. Coming from Charlotte, you've given a lot of information over the last three conferences, and I was wondering, to get with your program, is this something that you do separately, something with you and something with the writer, or is there a program that is joined together that we would go through a particular process? It depends on where you are. Kyle okay. and I do team up. If it's more appropriate for you to start with her on the writing coaching side, then mm-hmm. that's primarily the area that she focuses on, writing and preparing you for production, working with the different editors, typesetters, and so forth. We pick up on the marketing side, setting up all the marketing pieces before your book is released, and then also marketing after your book is released. So that's primarily what we focus on in the Barron Solution Group is the marketing side. Kali does the writing and the production side of it. So, yes, we do have programs where we work together, or you can retain either of us separately. For people who are interested in our Barron Book Marketing Coaching Program, you can go to the Workshops and Coaching section of BarronSeries.com. That's B-A-R-O-N-S-E-R-I-E-S.com, BarronSeries.com. You can also call toll-free 888-90-BARON. That's 888 888- Nine zero B A R O N for people who are interested in the production side or in improving their book or having their book edited. Kali, can you give them your contact information? The website is CoachGreatWriters.com. That's CoachGreatWriters.com, or you can always call eight six six Write ninety nine. It's eight six six W R I T E ninety nine. My name is Tiffany out of D.C., and I actually am starting a business as a publisher for first-time authors. 
Okay. And I was wondering what type of information you may have for myself and my services that I provide, getting these first-time writers, second-time writers back into the mainstream flow with their work. That's definitely a great question. I'm not sure what services you provide at this point, but you can look at teaming up with Kali to help prepare their work so that as a publisher you're going to get your money back. Kali can certainly help from the substantive edit side, the copy editing, to the proofreading, to preparing them for production, all of those different things to make sure your job is done easily and you have a more marketable book. She also has critiquing services, so if you need a second opinion on a book to say, is this really worth purchasing? We can also help you on the book marketing side, the media side. If you have clients and you say, wow, I really want to get them started, I really want to give this client some media coaching so they know what to say when they're on the air, how to promote their book, how to sell it, how to market it, those aren't things that you're going to take on but the author really has to know how to do, and it's going to be in your interest as a publisher since you're taking on the risk of producing the actual books to make sure that they have that knowledge. So we can certainly work with your clients. Anyone that you refer into the coaching program, we do pay a referral fee, or we can also work under your umbrella as another option for you. Okay, thank you. Gary from Miami, Florida. And one of the books that I think about writing is about influential leaders, maybe on Donald or Oprah or Robert and I use their name, would I have to contact an attorney by dating their name and writing about them? Okay. Kylie, do you have any comment on that first? The first thing that I would definitely suggest is looking into copyright because each of the people that you mentioned, they're household names. So there may be certain copyright laws about you know, how you refer to them, refer to any of their products or services, how you use that. So there may be issues surrounding that. The other thing that you also want to consider is how are you referencing these people? What kind of information are you using about these people? Are you putting in information that's already been published on their websites, in magazines, in newspapers? How deeply are you going into these people's personal histories in their lives? Is there any slander or libel involved in the way that you refer to these people? If you wanted to consider getting a lawyer, I would never tell someone not to get a lawyer. It's always best to cover yourself but I would first look into copyrights and things like that. As part of the coaching program, one of the things that we do make available are a list of pre-screened lawyers. We have every aspect of publishing covered for you and or your clients. We are a tremendous resource that you can take advantage of. Shakima from New Jersey. You mentioned book color for branding. How would I determine a book color that is consistent for self-help books? Actually, if you respond to the email, I'm going to send you some links on choosing colors. Of course, you want to choose colors that complement and are meaningful. Each color has a different meaning depending on the audience. If you respond or send an email to info at barronseries.com, I'll send you a link where you can read about the different colors and what they mean. Okay, thank you. Sure. Okay, Antoine, I'll take your question. My question is along lines of branding as well. Earlier, I believe you had mentioned that you should really establish and know your brand prior to writing your book, and I'm kind of at an impasse. I'm doing both at the same time. Is there a detriment to doing that, or what do you recommend there? In terms of the color scheme, picking that, or just developing yes, my, the brand? The branding right? in general, so I'm writing a book to also kind of start a sales training company. So should I establish my brand for my company first and then write the book, or do them both in parallel, or write the book and then? I think you can do them in parallel, and there's obviously going to be some changes and some development as you start to write the book and you start to realize that different things are possible and you can take it in a certain direction. And actually, Antoine, for some of the other people on the call, is a part of the coaching program. You can begin to look at colors, and I think you can pick those now. As you start to be more specific as to the target audience and say, are you targeting CEOs versus people who are beginners, or are you doing something that's more comprehensive and will include all of those different groups, then you may speak to some different emotional needs. I think it's important to have the total perspective as to what you're building first. It's worth just taking some time to think about that. It doesn't have to be huge consideration. A little bit of market research can help you, and you always have an opportunity to tweak the book later on. I would say do as much as you can to think about the book because you don't want to waste a lot of time writing, or at least you want to be as efficient as possible in your writing. 
if you start out writing for people who are in an entry-level sales position and you end up saying, wow, I really want to do something more toward CEOs and decision makers, then you don't want to have to scrap all the work that you've done or put it on the back burner. Okay. To answer your question, you can do them together, but I would suggest that you spend the time to really think about the brand. Even if you just spend a weekend, it would be worth it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I would like to point out that there were some questions that we didn't get to. A lot of those questions also had to do with different parts of the writing or publishing process. I would like to remind people that last Tuesday we covered how to write a book that sells, and we're going to be sending out a replay link that would allow you to listen to that call. We also did a workshop that covered how to publish and distribute your book for maximum profit. So if you had a question that dealt with publishing or distributing your book, we likely answered that question in last Thursday's workshop. So we had one on Tuesday on how to write a book that sells, and we had one last Thursday on how to publish and distribute your book. This workshop covered highly effective strategies for marketing and promoting your book. You will have replays of all three workshops that you would listen to. This workshop is also being provided courtesy of the Black Writers Reunion and Conference. I would encourage you to sign up for that because this is really just the tip of the iceberg. Obviously, we gave away a lot of great information for free. We give away even more once you register for the Black Writers Reunion and Conference. We also have a lot of great coaching programs available for people as well as lower-end resources. One of the other things, I have a 60% off sale going on right now in the Barron Series store that's going through next Monday. So if you've been looking, eyeing a couple of products in the Barron Series store on book marketing, promotion, how to build a six-figure speaking business, I'd encourage you to take advantage of that sale as well. But, Kali, why don't you go ahead and tell them a little bit about some of the services that you offer. And also, for people who are interested in the Black Writers Reunion Conference, you can go to the news and events section of barronseries.com and sign up for that. Blackwriters.org is the website for the BWRC. So if you go to blackwriters.org, you can also find out more information about the Black Writers Reunion Conference. Again, that will be in Las Vegas in 2009. I would encourage you to sign up. You'll have exposure to a lot of great presenters that are going to give you valuable information that you will need to both produce your book, market your book, and create multiple streams of income. And I'm going to be talking about some of the Internet marketing strategies that you can use to more effectively promote your book. Kylie, why don't you take a few minutes and just tell people about some of the services that you offer for people who may have missed the previous workshop. Well, just to let everyone know, obviously, without a book, there's nothing to market. Wherever you are in your process, we're here to help. I do offer coaching services using a seven-step writing process that takes you through the very first step, which is motivation and developing your mindset, preparing you for the work involved in writing your book and producing your book and marketing your book. I help you with developing your story idea, working on your character development, your plot development, helping you write the book itself, you know, wherever you need help. Thinking about things like the action, the description, the dialogue, point of view, setting, making sure that all of those elements are in your book. Whether it's fiction or nonfiction, many people, when they think of those things that I just mentioned, they only think of fiction writing. But it is critical even to do nonfiction. So with the coaching, I do that. If you are at the point where you've already written your book and you're at that point of, well, now what? I have a team of editors, substantive editors, copy editors, that can help you produce a high-quality document that you wouldn't hesitate to give to an agent, to send to a publisher, or to shop around, or to post online as an e-book. I have book designers, cover designers, interior layout. If you need help with that, we have a team of people to do that for you as well. We also do print brokering, because many people don't necessarily understand all of the different elements that go into working with that printer. We will do that for you. We also have critiquing services. We give you a full analysis of how effectively you use those different elements of writing that I just mentioned earlier. You'll also get a written critique that details what was done well in your novel um, or your nonfiction book, what areas of your work can be improved, and suggestions on how you can ensure positive responses from publishers and reviewers as well. And all of that information is on my website at coachgreatwriters.com. It's coachgreatwriters.com, or you can call 866-WRITE-99. That's 866-WRITE-99. And, Kali, you also have some templates, correct, for character development, plot development. 
Yes, we do. We do. We have um, book writing toolkits. We also have copy editing essentials. We have all of those different things. So again, no matter where you are in your writing process, if you're struggling with writer's block, we have templates that will help you think about the people in your book. And I say people because, again, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, will help you really flesh those out. It will help you develop the story itself. So by the time you're ready to do the everyday writing of it, you don't get stuck in the middle of your book not knowing how you're going to finish and I will tell people, having gone through Kali's process, it is a great help. One of the reasons that you're struggling with writer's block is because you don't have the planning and you don't have those templates. Those templates are really plug and play. You just drop the information in and the book almost writes itself. So these are things that are going to be extremely helpful, even if you are doing books with other people. You can give them those as a guide to help create the book a lot faster. Kylie, can you give me your contact information one more time, please? Certainly. It's coachgreatwriters.com, and the phone number is 866-WRITE-99. That's 866-WRITE-99. If you have a book that's not selling well, I would encourage you to consider engaging Kylie for a critique. She may give you some ideas on how you can repackage the book for a new market or repackage the book to come back out. And you can, of course, use some of our book marketing strategies to push that on to a bestseller list like the Amazon or Barnes & Noble bestseller list. Now, I'll tell you about some of the Barron products and services that are available. As far as workshop CDs, we have Barron Book Publishing and Marketing Success Secrets. You'll learn a step-by-step process for creating a winning book concept and writing, producing, publishing, and marketing a quality book quickly and on a limited budget. We have How to Build a Six-Figure Speaking Business. We have How to Add Thousands of People to Your Mailing List. This is also very important because if you can add thousands of people to your mailing list before your book comes out, you have a much easier time of pushing it onto a bestseller list. You don't want to wait until your book is out for you to start marketing and trying to build a mailing list. We also have how to start and run your business the right way. So we're going to be talking about ways in which you can build business credit. It can cost you up to $75,000 to produce a best-selling book. We can show you different ways in which you can do it and save tens of thousands of dollars in this process and still achieve those great results. Also, we have our coaching program, which walks you step-by-step through this process for marketing your book. We have people who say, I'll never sit down and write my book word for word, page for page. So we can show you how to speak the book, and then you can use some of the services that Kali has talked about for editing your book. We show you how to avoid those common mistakes that many new and signed authors make regarding contract negotiation, marketing, and distribution. We're going to walk you through how to position your title to become a book club selection and a bestseller. We're going to show you how to get big-name people to endorse and support your book. I've had billionaires, top business leaders, professional athletes, etc. endorse the Barron Sun. We have a lot of templates that we use for template letters that you can send out to people to get endorsements. We have template letters that you can use to get people to mail advertisements for your book for free. We have templates that you can use to get reviews, to get endorsements, to get booked on shows. We have all of these things already laid out so you don't have to figure out what's going to work. We also have the contact for the people that you should be sending these letters to. This is going to save you hundreds of hours and tens of thousands of dollars. We also are going to show you how to produce and promote your book on a limited budget, how to get radio, television, and print coverage for your book. We also have media contacts. If you need help getting booked on shows, that's also available to you as part of the coaching program, how to find the best distributors for your particular book, how to set up live and virtual book tours to increase your profit, how to make money abroad by selling and licensing your rights, and how to create a lucrative product and service line based on your book. And I've created over 150 other products based on my book. So these are things that are possible. Just so you understand the risk of not using the strategies that we talk about. For your typical published author, for a successful book, is at 10,000 copies. A $20 retail price at a 7% royalty rate leaves you with about $14,000 in royalties minus your marketing costs, and that's going to leave you with your profit or your loss if you go through a traditional publisher. When you look at self-publishing, if you sell 10,000 books, which is hard to do as a self-published author, particularly if you don't use many of the other strategies that we're talking about, at a $20 retail price 
and a 35% royalty rate. That's about $70,000 minus your cost to produce, edit the book, and your marketing cost. That's going to leave you with your profit. But when you compare that to the new model, the Barron model, not only can you get that 15 to $20 per book, you can also get $2,000 as an advance plus royalties for foreign subsidiary rights. You can do the speaking and the training at anywhere from $1,500 to $7,000 per engagement plus your product sales. You can do teleseminars and webinars at $600 to $9,000 for a call with 30 students attending. You can do related product sales at $40 plus per product, affiliate marketing at $7 per lead, up to $20 to $200 per sale. You have coaching and consulting, which can be done at $150 to $10,000 plus per engagement. You can also set up membership and subscription services for your website, book, and some of the other products that you may offer, which can create $20 to $500 per month per person. So there are a lot of income streams that are available to you using this barren marketing approach for your book. Don't just think about this $20 book where you are likely not to make a whole lot of money, if any at all. You don't want to be that author that's sitting at home with hundreds of books in their basement or in their garage. You want to make sure that, one, you can travel the world. You can create that legacy. You can pursue the things that you're passionate about. This is what this is all about, helping people transform their lives with that message that you know is inside of you, that best-selling book. I'd like to thank everyone for spending your evening with us. I hope you enjoyed the thousands of dollars in information that was shared here tonight, and hopefully you found them helpful and will begin applying them. Again, you will have replays of the three workshops, How to Write Books That Sell, How to Publish and Distribute Your Book for Maximum Profit, and Highly Effective Strategies for Book Marketing and Promotion. I would encourage people to attend the Black Writers Reunion and Conference. Again, you can go to blackwriters.org and sign up there. And I'd encourage you to visit Kali's website, which is coachgreatwriters.com, as well as barronseries.com. Fill out the information request form in the workshops and coaching section or call 888-90-BARON. That's 888-90-BARON. It will be the best investment you have ever made when it comes to marketing your book. And Kali, can you give them your contact number once again, please? Certainly. It's 866-WRITE-99. That's 866-W-R-I-T-E-99. Thank you again. We wish you happy holidays. Also, I would encourage people, we have a 60% off sale on all Barron CD products through next Monday. Also, to get the best pricing, and if you would like to be guaranteed to work with me, I would encourage you to sign up before the end of the year for the book marketing coaching program. I have a limited number of people that I can actually take on as personal clients, but we do have a number of other great coaches who can certainly take you to the next level. But if you're interested in working directly with me, I would encourage you to sign up before the end of the year. Thank you all for attending this workshop. I bid you good evening, and all you do, continue success. This is William R. Patterson, international best-selling co-author of The Barron Sun. I hope you enjoyed the lessons and insights from the Barron Writing, Publishing, and Book Marketing series, Best-Selling Author Secrets, How to Create a Six-Figure Income and Boost Your Celebrity Status. I now invite you to complete the information request form in the workshops and coaching section of barronseries.com to learn how you can best leverage the Barron Solution book marketing and speaker coaching program to help you dramatically increase your income and book sales. You may also access the coaching information request form directly by typing www.barronseries.com forward slash coaching.htm in the address field of your web browser now. And all you do, continue success, William R. Patterson.